913 says, who do you got for your MLB MVP this year? I mean, the bet was Shohei Otani. Ali Rushman for the Orioles is making a case. A lot of people's uh, that were smarter than put it on him. I wish I would have listened to Ben Heisler because he had Joel Embiid in the Celtics for his futures bets. One is cashed in at plus 1,300 when he got Joel Embiid. He actually told me on this show to bet Joel Embiid. Somebody says, uh, somebody says they should put a 24-hour uh, Big Biscuit next to the stadium. I mean, I love me some Big Biscuit. I'm not going to lie. I do love Big Biscuit. I'm more of a first watch guy, but yeah, it's good. close second. First watch, though, can get like out of hand when you're, you like get up at like 8 in the morning. You want to go get breakfast oh, with like good. the lady. It's crazy in there. And man. you're like, yeah, I got two. How long? Hour and 20 minutes. Oh, damn. There's a couple of spots in Lee Summit I tend to love. Um, like if I've had a long night at like Sharky's, you know, if I go to that bar out there and I've had a couple Miller Lights, and it's like, man, I got to get some food in me the next day. Uh, Neighborhood Cafe is good. Ginger Sue's is really good uh, for local places. Neighborhood Cafe is just great because they give you like a free cinnamon roll when you sit down. And I'm one of those guys that will wrap that daddy up and take it home. You oh, know? yeah. Let that be like a late night snack. Am I considered a serial killer if I like the soft, chewy Chips Ahoy over the regular Chips Ahoy cookies? Oh, no, I'm a soft guy all day. High V right now, two for six on those. I got a mm-hmm. Reese's one last mm-hmm. night and a red velvet one. And inside the red velvet's a little layer of crane. You're getting just out of control now. All right. Out of control. Well, let's get out of the left field question. We do this every night. By the way, program note, no Cody, no gold, no Nick. Tomorrow from 10 to 2, it's me and Jed Marshall. Buckle up. If Nick and Alex ever had something coming for him, it's, well, it's tomorrow, baby. They have no idea what's in store for them. We all remember the pranks that Nick Nick Schwartz likes to pull on people. We all like the smart-ass aneurysms that Alex Gold likes to pull on people. Gear up tomorrow, 10 to 2, myself and Jed Marshall. We'll have some Jed Talks, Trash of the Day, Chiefs Red Half Hour, Royals announcer Jake Eisenberg is going to join us at 10.30. But this year now is After Hours. You hear Green Onions by Booker T. And you know that we got a question coming your way. 913-586-7610. Chime in. It's your time. Tonight's out of left field question, Julio, is what's a popular piece of advice that's actually harmful or misleading. Because you know your whole life, one of them is keep your friends close and your enemies closer. The hell with you, Randy. I don't want my enemies close to me. I want my friends close to me. That's actually harmful, not misleading. That was my number one. Again, 913-586-7610. The out-of-left-field question is, what's a popular piece of advice that's actually harmful or misleading? I'm going to go with, uh, what about uh, blood is thicker than water? I don't know. I don't know that that's always the case. You got some bad family members? I mean, look. I feel like Aaron Rodgers doesn't live that motto. You can pick your family, I'm just saying. Okay. Somebody says, follow your heart. They, they go on to say, uh, if your heart is full of jealousy and hate, like many hearts are, following your heart will put you under the ground. Follow pure hearts. Some sage advice. Yeah. 
What about uh, the money is the root of all evil? That's, that's a problem I'd like to have. It really isn't. Right? Only people with money say that. What is it, the, the notorious B.I.G.? He said, uh, mo money, mo problems. <laughs> I'd like to have them problems. Yeah. Somebody says, did you get to meet Kay Adams? No, we didn't. I'm sorry, Dustman. I feel for you. You shot, you shot your shot, though. I got to give you credit. We got two responses. Right? You know, we got two responses from from Miss Kay, but we never got to meet her. Um, somebody says, do whatever makes you happy. Again, the out of left field question. That's Nine. how you end up homeless. Yeah. What's a popular piece of advice that's actually harmful or misleading? Julio said blood is thicker than water. Would two wrongs don't make a right be considered one of those? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I have had two wrongs that actually did make a right. What about uh, the truth uh, shall set you free? Oh, no, that's always the case either. White lies never hurt anybody. Yeah, we had one the other day, me and my buddy on the golf course. Because, like, I don't mind playing golf with random people if it's, like, set up ahead of time. Like, let's say, for instance, like, I ever do get the opportunity to play with listeners. Now, we've done this before. The Cody and Gold uh, garage sale, they auctioned off a golf outing with Nick, Rob, and I. I'm actually playing golf with Rob Brinton on Saturday. Shout out Drum Farm. And uh, we told told the, the clubhouse guy, we got a third on the way. He might be a little late. We just did that so we didn't get paired up with somebody. <laughs> you know? Just, uh, slick. Somebody says, time heals all wounds. No, it takes active work within yourself for yourself to get past things. That, of course, takes time. It's fair. It's fair. Okay. Somebody says, wear a ski mask to bed. Then if intruders come in, they'll think you're part of the team. Hashtag life tips. <laughs> Never heard that one before, but... Have you I ever, guess. Have you ever met anybody that sleeps with like those things over their eyes? Like a sleep mask? Yeah. Nah. Somebody says, all good things come to those who wait. Not a chance. Agreed. You want it, you got to go get it. Hmm. 60% of the time, it works every time. I mean, that's just... That's John Madden right, right? there. That's just great life advice. Somebody says, what's your handicap? I don't know how true this is, but I downloaded the official golf handicap app. I'm sure there's a ton of them. And I've only got like seven rounds on this uh, app. So, I, again, there's a lot to be. This is a small sample size. But right now it's an 8.4. What about when your girl says it's fine? That's not good. Right? Is that advice, though? I mean, they're advising you that it's fine, even though we all know. It's very it's misleading. Yeah. It's just a lie. Or I promise I won't get mad, you know. Be honest. A happy wife is a happy life. Not always true. I mean. Do you want to chime in on that? No. Okay. I got nothing to say there. 913 coming with the thunder. A happy life is a happy a happy wife is a happy life. Not always true. 913 again. Or this is a, from the 816. It's better to burn out than fade away. 
going out in a blaze of glory. I don't know. I don't know that that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one either. I feel like that'd be me, right? Planning on dipping out of this place in a blaze of glory? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like right now because this NBA game is about to start. Somebody says, thoughts and prayers. Tough. Live each day like it's your last. That's a little misleading and can be harmful. It's a good way to end up homeless. That is a, uh, that's, yeah, on this homeless train. Uh, That is, what's a popular piece of advice that's actually harmful or misleading? That is the out of left field question I hear on After Hours, 913-586-7610. Live each day like it's your last. What if I don't want to live? What if I know I got tomorrow in the bag? Somebody says, people never change. I believe people are consistently changing, just not always for the best. Truth. Another one that chimes in, go with the flow. That is dangerous and misleading when it comes to traffic. I will not be in the right lane when everyone is going slow. I will be that guy that will edge over to get around all of that and then inch my way back in. So there for a fact, I am not going with the flow. We have a grammar person in the house. I before E except after C. This only applies for like seven words. Put heat on a stiff neck. It's always, always ice for neck muscle pain. I didn't know that was it. Somebody says we live once. Actually, we live every day. Always do what makes you happy. That can't be true. So I remember like relationship days, I'd be, hung, you know, hung over. <laughs> that, that'll get you in trouble. I'd be hung over, man. And the next thing you know, I'd be like, hey, let's go like, on a hike. Oh, my gosh. What about uh, great minds think alike? That apply? Yeah. I think great minds think differently. Great minds don't think alike. That's what I'm saying. Because I think we have a lot of things that we, we are both considered good minds. But we don't always think alike. Like, if you were going to get dinner tonight on your way home, where would you go? Um, funny you mentioned that. I'm already planning on going to Taco Bell. Okay, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A. See? Great minds don't think alike. Somebody from the 303 says, smoke some grass and get some ass. That's very dangerous and misleading. I mean, I think that's sage advice. Okay. I don't think that's wrong. Money can't buy happiness. There's another one of those. I beg to differ. If I won the lottery tonight or whenever there was a big lot, any lottery whatsoever, 25 million. Sayonara, baby. My ass is living in Myrtle Beach and I'm playing golf the rest of my life. Myrtle Beach, huh? Yep. 303 says grip it and rip it. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, why not? Well, I mean, you just. It's, I think it's wrong it's a, with gripping and ripping. Man. I think that's just a golf terminology. Somebody says, you need to drink a ton of water at all times. Hypothermia, a.k.a. water poisoning, is real and deadly. I mean, if you're out here drinking like 80 gallons of water, yeah, you're going to drown your organs. Somebody says, you can do or be anything that you set your mind to if you just work hard at it. B.S. <laughs> Agreed. Well, look where you're at, Dustman. You made it, you know? I don't know if I've made it yet. I mean, if 
I was on anywhere between 6 and 6 p.m., 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Then I could say we've made it. That's true. Now, That's trust fair. me, I love this time slot. I, I I love being here. I'm not saying that I don't. Um, you know. What about uh, break a leg? You don't want to break a leg, right? What about you can't win the lottery if you don't play? I mean, that's true, though. You can't quit drinking if you don't start. That just sounds sad. Mm -hmm. Fight for what you believe in. You got to fight for your right to party. You don't have to fight. That was right there. That was right there. Neither of us got that good for you, Texter. Good for you. Rip it and rip it person has to go. No way they're fun at parties. <laughs> Buzzkill. Buzzkill. Yeah. Somebody says, fake it till you make it. Don't. I've learned that the hard way. I mean, I do. Beer before liquor, never sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Yeah, that is, that's false. That is 100% that's misleading false. and dangerous. Yep. Yep. Can I take this shot of whiskey? Well, you've had a couple beers before. You're, you should be in the clear. Or liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Hey, I'm going to pound a half pint of McCormick's whiskey, and then I'm going to drink a six-pack. You think I'll be good? Yep. Science would say so. Get what, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Kiss my ass. What about go for broke? That's how you end up broke. Somebody says, oh, I party hard to the person that called out the grip it and rip it. They're a two handicap, by the way, if I ever need a fourth. I ain't trying to play with you. Two handicap? You're out here shooting 74? I'm out here popping champagne if I break 80. Your eye don't lie to you. You can hear BS. That's fair. Somebody says two in the... Never mind, I can't read that on the air. Yep, yep, thank you. Thank you. You thought I was going to go there. I, d- I did. Shop till you drop. Time heals all wounds. Only one life. Almost all social media theories. To round out the out of left field question here on After Hours, 913-586-7610. Again, the question tonight was, what's a popular piece of advice that's actually harmful or misleading? Well, I'm going to give my advice as why I think Patrick Mahomes. We'll bring this back. I think Patrick Mahomes has made it. And I don't mean it from biased rose-colored glasses. I mean it from... I think he's made it. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Oh, we're back. That's my bad. Locked in, man. I mean, to be fair, you did warn everyone, right? Yeah, this man. This going to happen. So, Lakers-Warriors just teamed off. 7-6. Steph just hit a ridiculous three. Three more to go. And that leg's closed. Which that sounds really weird to say out loud. 7-9, Lakers-Golden State early on. Fireworks already erupting. Bronze hit a three. Curry's hit a three. See how this game will go tonight. 
Just elite talent, man. Take on me. This song always reminds me of Corky Romano. It's one of the best music videos of all time, you know? One of the best music videos. It's the one that's like black and white and like cartoonish. That's correct. Love the Steph Curry hit a three, though. Again, the parlay tonight. Over 25 and a half for LeBron. Over 29 and a half for Steph. Four threes for Steph. Under 13 and a half rebounds for AD and 12 plus rebounds for Kevin Looney, who's not starting. Steve Kerr wants to go more athletic. But again, that's like all Kevin Looney does is get boards. Can we bench Jordan Poole? Uh, what, for his three-point shot that he made that got the Carlton GIF afterwards? Or for his uh, entire playoff run so far? He made, what, six threes in the first game? Because what was it, the first time ever that three players on the same team had made six threes and lost? That's correct. I think the stat we saw was the Lakers combined to make six total threes, and Golden State yep. had three players make six threes, and they still lost. It's a hell of a stat. It's it's tough whenever the guy that is down low that's the big man goes for 31 and 23 or whatever it was. I mean, Lakers are big. They are a big, big squad. And they're healthy. And they're healthy. Uh, somebody texted in on the uh, out of left field question. You can't BS a BSer. Yeah, you can. I believe you can. Play poker. Yeah. You guys want some cookies? Yeah, Corky Romano was funny. Chris Catan. <laughs> That Jordan Poole right there missing the three? Uh, no. Okay. I'm really upset to see that Andrew Wiggins has really come to life in the NBA because, man, if he could have had that more consistently at Kansas, he could have been something. I always remember the West Virginia game that he played. He had, like, I think 43 against West Virginia. I was watching that game at Funhouse Pizza. And I remember, I'm like, this is the Andrew Wiggins. Because remember, Andrew Wiggins' comp was LeBron James coming, oh, yeah. out, of, coming out of Canada. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy's got LeBron James capability at, like, you know, superstar power. Just watch. You'll see. Never saw that. Unfair category to be safe as well. Um, One thing I do want to bring up that I brought up earlier, now that we can talk about this, is that Mahomes is going to play in the match with Travis Kelsey against Steph and Clay. Now, I've never seen Clay Thompson play golf. I would assume he's probably pretty good. He's an athlete. Um, ton of money time off a lot of those guys will go play uh they'll go play golf a lot of them get that itch just like you and I get it you play it once you kind of like it you start playing it more and more and more you get the feel for it but Mahomes versus Kelsey versus Stefan LeBron is that another three for the king that's right 14 12 Lakers over Golden State 625 left in the first And I think it's interesting when you look at Mahomes in this category. Sorry, these allergies, man, they just really got me. I need this rain and this stuff to wash this stuff away. You need to stop sniffing that pollen. I know, man. I'm not trying to. It's involuntary. It just kind of comes off that way. Um, but I think it's interesting when you look at Mahomes in this category because do we have a – a belief that in as far as it goes for North American sports and active athletes, do you think that Patrick Mahomes is a top three recognizable one? 
We had mentioned earlier that Tiger Woods, LeBron James probably take the cake. Those are probably your top two. You put them on a screen more often than not random pool of people from all different facets of life. I think most often than not LeBron and Tiger come on a TV screen with no name capturing like that is Tiger Woods. That is LeBron James. I think Mahomes is kind of in that category now. You think of what Patrick Mahomes has done this offseason, what he's done in his time in the NFL. Again, he's only started, what, six seasons? He's been to three Super Bowls. And I think one of the good texts we got earlier about this topic was not everybody watches football, but a lot of people watch the Super Bowl. Like, how many Super Bowl parties have you been to? And three or four or five or six people in the room are like, oh, I don't really like football, but I, you know, I'll watch the Super Bowl because it is a non holiday that we celebrate like a holiday. Now for chiefs fans, luckily you've gotten to be in three in the last four years. So you're just kind of always around the super bowl. But when you don't have your team in it, you're still kind of going to someone's house, bringing some sort of dish, all enjoying the super bowl and whether or not people watch it. I do remember this when Brady was active, he's not active. So he doesn't count in this discussion, but I do remember there'd be people that may have never watched football before let alone watch the season been like, is that that's Tom Brady, right? The quarterback for uh, what is it? The new England. Yes. That's Tom Brady. Recognizable. I think Mahomes has gotten to that category. You think about his time that he does outside of the sport on state farm commercials. They're everywhere. Adidas sponsor everywhere. Oakley everywhere. And you look at this Tahoe tournament. Patrick Mahomes is now going to be a focused group that they follow. Years past, I know a lot of celebrities playing there. Cody Taft's been out there covering it before at past jobs. And a lot of the feature groups are like Aaron Rodgers, Justin Timberlake, Ray Romano, guys like that. You better believe that. Now, again, the match was announced June 29th in Vegas. Mahomes, Kelsey, Clay, Steph, the matchup that is those two versus those two. Is Mahomes more recognizable than Steph Curry when it comes to active North American athletes? And I think that with the popularity of the NFL in the United States, yes, Canada, yes, Mexico, I think that Patrick Mahomes is a little bit more recognizable than Steph Curry. Now, internationally, we don't have to do this because I don't think Steph nor Mahomes are on this list. I think internationally, I think if you go around the globe, I think Ronaldo, Messi, those type of guys would be on there. Soccer's just a powerhouse. Probably Federer. Might be up there, maybe. I think LeBron would probably still be in that category. Tiger, maybe. Golf's huge in, in Asia. It's huge in Europe. Um, But I think when you look at active Northern American athletes, I think that Patrick Mahomes has kind of put himself in that category. And you look at the offseason that Patrick Mahomes had this year. Like, we went from Mahomes playing one year to his offseason being, oh, yeah, I'm going to go play in this Tahoe tournament slash ride a horse in the ocean. To now it's like, oh, I'm going to announce the Kentucky Derby starters. I'm going to play in a second time. I'm going to be in a match. This time, no PGA golfers, which I think is fantastic to take a side topic of this. I'm happy that it's now athletes in other sports, not just necessarily like, Patrick Mahomes and Brooks Kepka are playing against Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. I think I like it more so that it's 
Kelsey and Mahomes versus Stephen Clay. Or, you know, now what you can do is take the winners of these match and they play, you know, two other athletes in two other sports. I'm sure there's some hockey guys that would be, you know, considered good for this matchup. Hockey guys seem to have the same kind of attributes that golfers have. Good hand-eye coordination, small puck, large club. You know, large club, but you get the gist. But it made me wonder as I saw this. I think that Patrick Mahomes, with what he's doing in this offseason and where he is now currently, he's got to be considered one of the most, if not the top three most recognizable North American athletes that are currently active. He's gotten to that point. I've said it before. I'll go on record again. I think he'll be the next billion-dollar athlete that this sport sees. Now, that's not counting what Shohei Otani might make because he'll have a ton of endorsements from Japan, a ton of endorsements uh, from the United States, plus he'll have those, uh, those, that big contract that he's going to get here real shortly. But I think Patrick Mahomes and the success that he's made, we're kind of there, man. We've kind of gotten to that point where I think now you can sit back and you can realize that your quarterback that represents your football team in your city is one of the most recognizable athletes that actively play in their sport throughout the entire continent of the United States. I do firmly believe that. We'll give you an update on this Lakers-Golden State game. Right now it is five minutes left in the first quarter, knotted at 17-17. On the other side, Chris Jones, Why did he miss out on this odds for next year? I'll explain why, and I think it's unfair. Somebody let me know where he's at on FanDuel, but I'll let you know where he's at on Odd Sharks. Spoiler alert, nowhere to be found. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Line recognizes uh, the Patrick Mahomes conversation. A16 says, my five, my five-year-old daughter says, there's Pat anytime he's on the TV. He's a likable guy. He was at the, is it called the Met Gala? Is that how you say it? That is correct. I'm looking extra fly. Yeah. Those things are always weird. Like, did you see, like, little Nas X's outfit? He was just in, like, underwear and, like, covered in, like, silver glitter. Out of control. And it's just like, hey, that's fashion. That, but that's not. It's just a hot mess. Yeah, I don't know if I'm into that. Yeah. So you're for sure going to T-Bell after the show? You talked me into it, yes. Will you eat it on the way home, or will you get it right before you get home? Like, is there a spot that you hit where you know you're, like, five minutes away? So I'm more of a half and half. There's a spot closer to my house, so I'll I'll get... A few things. I'll maybe eat one or two things on the way home, but then finish it off when I get home. One or two things on the way home. So you're getting like six items. Well, plus I got a, you know, I got a pregnant lady at home. When okay. I, when I, I gotta, I gotta pick her up something. So you know, I gotta have something to share. What is your, uh, what are your top two must-haves from Taco Bell? Probably a Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah. Um, Solid. You know, I was always a big fan of Double Decker. But I really like those grilled cheese stuffed burritos. Those hit the spot now. Can't cut it with a knife. Do you need to? 
from the 660. What's funny is my 38-year-old daughter says the same thing when he's on the TV. LOL. He's just one of those guys. Like, there's this guy I work with. His name is Patrick. And he was like, man, I've kind of been out of football. You know, didn't really care for it. He's like, but Patrick Mahomes really made me kind of get back into, you know, making sure I was where I needed to be on Sunday or Sunday night or Monday night or Thursday night, which NFL schedule will be released uh, May 11th. So we're just, uh, you know, seven days away from that. So a week a week from today, we'll actually know who, or I guess we already know who the Chiefs are playing, but when they'll play, which I still hope. The NFL gets it right, and, uh, you know, I hope the NFL gets it right and lets Cincinnati be the Chiefs' first opponent. Uh, Week one, night one, Thursday night, reveal the banners, get the rings, celebrate Orlando Brown. You can bring your little foxtail that you hang out your pocket. Get your ring via FedEx, Amazon, however it might come. But you don't get to party with the rest. May 11th, schedule release. Uh, one thing that did get released today, or yesterday, I'm sorry, was uh, Odd Shark. Now, again, they uh, they do it a little bit differently uh, than other places. And somebody texted in tonight. On, they, had a, they had an odd they saw on FanDuel um, when it came to uh, odds for defensive player of the year. Now, Odd Sharks, they didn't have Chris Jones anywhere on their list. And again, let me clarify. I do understand that defensive edge rushers tend to win this award more often than not. Right? TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, whoever you want to say. They're the ones that are more than likely going to win this award more often than a defensive lineman or whatever. But they had Aaron Donald at plus 2,000. And I really thought that maybe Chris Jones would be somewhere around like plus 2,500, plus 2,000. And the thing about it is, somebody texted earlier from FanDuel, Chris Jones right now is plus 2,500 or plus 3,000. So you can go to FanDuel. I don't know what he is on DraftKings. I haven't looked it up. I can do some more homework as it gets a little bit more serious as the season starts to kind of edge its way closer. But I really find it interesting that a guy of Chris Jones' stature in the situation he's currently in. Now, again, I do think that there is a chance. LeBron James already with 12 points, by the way, in the first quarter. 57 seconds left. Lakers lead 28-22 over Golden State. But I do think there is a chance that – a contract extension gets done. We saw the young cat from the Giants today got a $90 million extension, three-year $90 million extension. I think if you want to be a realist, you could imagine Chris Jones would get something similar. Dude wants to be a chief for life. He just tweeted out a couple minutes ago that he's still working, showed him in the gym, ready for the year. And I think that it's interesting that Odd Sharks, which is a pretty high and recognizable thing that people follow to see where odds might be or where, you know, things might, you know, play out. They don't even have Chris Jones on the list, which is fine, which is fine. I'm, you can have your, your, your doubters and maybe this is one of them, but I do think that he should be on the list. 
Now, again, do I think that he's as great as a defensive tackle as Aaron Donald? I'd say that's 1A, 1B. And you can have your debate on who maybe you think is better at this point in their career. LeBron might be on one tonight. LeBron might be on one tonight. 14 in the first quarter. They lead by nine over Golden State. But again, the list is favorite has Micah Parsons at plus 600, Miles Garrett plus 650, Nick Bosa plus 900, TJ Watt plus 1,000. Then you get out of the edge rushers and you go to defensive corner. You get Sauce Gardner at plus 1,400. Again, Aaron Donald at plus 2,000, Hassan Reddick at plus 2,500. People have let us know that FanDuel has Chris Jones at plus 3,000. Worth the flyer? Contract year? Possibly. $26 million he's going to get paid this year. Looking to get an extension. Maybe doesn't. We know that Brett Veach doesn't like to play, pay people top money, but Chris Jones seems like he's in that elite group where it's eventually going to happen. I mean, he is, but, man, that was a career year for him. Does he repeat that? He'll obviously be a productive player. I don't know that he matches the numbers that that he put up last year in I mean, it's worth a flyer. Look, it's worth taking a flyer on, but having a career year last year and he didn't even, I I guess he sniffed defensive player of the year, but I mean, he still really wasn't honestly in the conversation. So, I mean, he had a, he tied his career high in sacks last year with 15 and a half. He played in all 17 games. He had two forced fumbles, which he should have had a, third first fumble, a, four, a fumble recovery, and he should have had 16 and a half sacks. I mean, does he match that, though, man? I mean, that's that's hard for him to do. I mean, he is going to be 29 years old. That's what I'm saying. He's two years younger than Aaron Donald. He was AP defensive player. He finished third in defensive player of the year awards. He was a pro bowler and an all-pro. Like you said, career year. 15 and a half sacks. What if he has, you know, 20 sacks. That'd be in the running. Do you think he can get there, though, at this Hell point? Hell yeah, he can get there. Yeah. He should have had 16 and a half last year. Yeah. Can he get three and a half sacks somewhere along the season? Probably. Is it a tough rot? Absolutely. But again, Chris Jones should. I'm not saying he will, but he should have a little bit more respect when it comes to odds to win this award. Because if you're going to give, and again, I know Aaron Donald has won it multiple times. He is an anomaly at that position. But Chris Jones is tier two of tier one of Aaron Donald, and I don't think the separation in the gap is that much. I really don't. It's been a fun night tonight so far. we got to wrap this thing up. It's after hours with Julio Sanchez and Dusty Likens. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio. you got a question you want to ask or you want to get something off your chest, 913-586-7610. That's the text line for after hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Ooh, 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 ooh. A little Neo to round out the show. I mean, you got me in the mood earlier, Dusty. What can I say? Just saying, man. That was my that was my stuff back in the day, I man. I hear you, man. Plies, Neo, Joe. Even a little Usher? I love Usher. 8701, you know? Well, he came out. That was on my birthday. Because my birthday is August 7th, 1987. Hell of an album. Yeah. Is that Let It Burn? It is. That's right. There was an interesting question about uh, Usher came out and told people that uh, 
Um, he wanted to perform the halftime show. I think he's an excellent selection to do the halftime yeah, show. Yeah, I think that. Uh, 100%. I really wasn't into this one. I mean, I respect Rihanna. I don't really follow Rihanna and, like, her music. Like, I think she's got good songs. Um, But I do... I do think Usher would nail a halftime show of the Super Bowl. I mean, he's a he's a true performer, 100%. Well, and he just... Because I think when it comes to halftime shows... He's got a good stage presence. You've got to have at least five songs that unanimously people know, like, for sure. I think Usher's easily got that. you got to be entertaining. And... you got to be down with the vibe. Obviously, Springsteen did it. I don't think that he has five songs that everybody knows. I think a lot of people would know Dancing in the Dark. I think a lot of people would know, like, Glory Days and that kind of, but not everybody's on that. Um, But I think Usher would be able to knock out a, I think he'd be able to knock out a halftime show. For sure. Rick Ross could do it. I got to see Rick Ross at uh, Kelsey Jam. I was happy about that. Yeah. I really wanted to see. I'd never seen Tech Nine perform either. They told him 15 minutes. He went on for like 30. Good for him. He was good. I'd, I'd never seen Tech uh, live, but he put on a hell of a show. I mean, everybody knew every word. It was crazy. Like, mm. I know he's got a huge following, uh, especially in this area. Tech Nine put on a hell of a show, man. Did you see him at the uh, Super Bowl parade I did on not. stage? No? No. I didn't make it to that parade. Yeah. I went to one parade for the Royals. Because I was like, man, I'll never be at one of these again. I better enjoy it. It was great. I had a rendezvous spot. Um, the old cashew, which is now Rock Hill Grill. Um, and then the Chiefs. My dad locked in a spot right on Grand and uh, right outside of the Weston uh, at uh, Crown Center. I don't think I'll do it again. Not unless I got to be there for the job. Now, if I'm there for the job and like specs, like, hey, man, you're going to be at this spot. You've got a table. You got a whatever deal. But, man, it is nuts. It, man, there it was, was nuts. It was nuts, my man. It was a uh, front row seat. That was a beautiful thing, though. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Yeah. Because when I went, I think there was a moment where like Gary Lezak was like bringing the trophy over. And I thought I was going to, I, I want to just touch the Lombardi trophy. Just let me get a little, you know, a little tap. Gary. I got to hold Patrick Mahomes' beer. You did? He's welcome. I carried his beer bag, actually. Really? I, I did. Just loaded with silver bullets? He had a giant waterproof bag full of silver bullets. Love That's to correct. Hear it. That's Love correct. I like that he's, like, younger than me substantially, but, like, still relatable. Mahomes yeah. loves golf, loves pounding beers, loves having a good time, likes a lot of the same music I like. I think Relatable. he's secretly an old man in a, in a young man's body. Yeah. He's just aged quicker than most people his age. Matured, yeah. Yeah. He's been there, done it. Dad was an athlete, so the whole, you know, upper deck syndrome never hits you. Um, you know, went to Texas where you were a three-style three athlete. Basketball, football, baseball, good at all of them. Always kind of lived up to the pressure. Never had to, like, really worry about it. Gets to the NFL, immediately wins. Somebody says, saw Tech at Osage Beach last August. Great show. Dude, it was cool. It was good. Like, I know about four songs of Tech Nines, and he sang two of them. Like, he busted out Einstein Tech Nine. I was like, okay, 
I can vibe this. I'm sober as a bee, sober as a church mouse. It's Sunday morning, 8 a.m. And I was bobbing my head to tech. I was like, okay, tech, all right. And then the real cool thing was like, then Rick Ross came out, game respected game, and he brought tech on the sh- on the stage. He's like, this man right here, man, he does, and he just kind of brought up all these accolades that that tech had. And I was like, man, okay. Did the real question is, did did he bring any free chicken wings? Yeah, they had a wing eating competition. Ah, yeah, that makes like a, sense. It was a random. It was sponsored by Spot Wingstop. On. All right, yeah. all right. Because there was one part, like we waited at the red carpet. It was with Dana Wright of uh, KMBZ. Love me some Wingstop. And we were sitting. Uh, we were sitting there waiting for Kelsey to come in. He came in on a like on a. Uh, I want to say it was like an Escalade. He came in on like a like an extended Escalade, and for like ten minutes he disappeared. And we're like, where the hell did he go? Turned out. He was over there shoveling in wings, handing wings out to the people and getting people juiced Good up for the for concert. Good for him. Good for him. What are your top two wing flavors? Uh, I like a good car- garlic parm-, parm. And then I, I'm a, more of a sweet heat kind of guy, so maybe like a mango habanero-ish kind of thing. Love me a mango habanero. Yeah. I like mango habanero and a spicy Parmesan garlic or an Asian zing. Uh, Caribbean jerk. That's a good one. Yeah, I make a Caribbean jerk pork chop solid. Mm. Uh, Dusty, do you think the NFL puts the Chiefs on Thursday night more than once this year? Yes. I don't think they'll do it out of the shoot, but I think the Chiefs will play two Thursday night games. Unfortunately, I hate it. I don't like it one bit. I hate it. Mm -hmm. I hate working it. It's the worst. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for Kling, who has to do sideline reporting. It's not good for Mitch Holtis, who has to go out of the rhythm. It's not good for the fan base because you got to go to work Friday and nobody wants to go to work Friday because those games don't get over until like 11. Yes, I sound like an old man, but you hear me. It's not good for the Chiefs in general no. as a football team. I've said this many times. I'm always like, here's the deal. Short weeks. Yeah. It's not good, man. Because normally Monday is a very light video, get to the gym type of day, re- kind of rest. Tuesday, walk through, get the game plan out. Everybody gets their paper ready. And then, unbelievable. LeBron might have 40 in the first half. It's 40-40 right now. He has 19. He's 8 of 11 and 3 of 5 from the three-point field. Tell you, man, it just felt like a LeBron-Steph type of night. Steph waiting to take off. LeBron might. But... Fun show tonight. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Ron Kopp's input on the new signings, the drafted players, where we saw things come to uh, fruition when it came to the draft, what we can see from this team moving forward. I think there's a lot that you can see from this Chiefs team, what they want to do. They, they're, they're building for the future. They've got a lot of parts that are in play right now that are going to build this team up. But again, it's... There was no necessity that you necessarily needed. You got cornerback help that maybe there's a chance if like Legereus Sneed wants top cornerback money and Brett Veach is like, well, technically we got McDuffie. We drafted three rookie corners last year that played all the way to the Super Bowl. We'll be all right. Go test the market. You built a defensive line that looks like a force to be reckoned with. Uh, You've added offensive line help. You've gone out and traded for an offensive lineman. Now you've got Mahomes protected. Travis Kelsey still probably has, what, one, two elite years left? At least one. And he drafted your running back of the future in the seventh round last year, so he'll be here for four years. And your wide receivers, young. So, again, I think we're, I think we're set. 
think we're ready to just sit back. Power rankings were out. We went over those. Again, if you missed anything tonight, be sure to go to the podcast page, A-U-D-A-C-Y, 610 Sports Radio. After hours, My Ugly Mug is next to it. First two hours already up. Love to hear that. Yeah. Now you get to get on your ride home, get you get you some tea bell in the house. That's right. A little Mexican Mexican pizza action going on. You is know? that it? That's a staple in the, a staple in the Sanchez as well. family. That's correct. I could dig that. I could dig that. I've never really had one. I don't think. If I think about say it. what, you've never had a Mexican pizza. I don't Taco think so. Bell. I don't think I've ever had one. All right, sir. It looks like you have your homework. Somebody from the eight one six says, "What's your biggest question mark going into next season, position wise?" I would say the if I had a if I had a guess, it would be like what corner steps up in year two to answer the question from the text line because we did ask people if they had any questions or they had any thoughts that we could ask. We'll answer. I think cornerback position. Trent McDuffie showed out a lot. Watson, Sneed, all those guys are there. I think there's more questions to be answered when it comes to that, just because of the ferocious lineup of of wide receivers that are in the AFC. Uh, the matchups you'll play, you're going to play Cincinnati, Buffalo, Chargers, Philadelphia again. You're going to get A.J. Brown again. Uh, so it'll be it'll be kind of interesting to see where the quarterbacks play. Also, like, sorry, which backup tight end will kind of step up? Is there a guy that says, I'm ready to be the next Travis Kelsey, or will they just trade everybody up to go get Brock Bowers? Hell of a song to end us out on. Only for you, Dusty. Only for you. That's right. I got to see this live and about, you know, blank myself when I saw it. Thanks to Julio Sanchez for all his operations tonight. Thanks for all you listeners, texters. I appreciate you more than you know. Again, program note, I'll be in tomorrow from 10 to 2, filling in for Cody and Gold. Jed Marshall will be in for Nick Schwartz, so there will be no pranks. Just a whole bunch of funny business. It's no fun. It is when it's me and Jed. So we'll have your Jed talks, not your Nick's notable notes. Some fish. We'll see, yeah. Some Grateful Dead, some fish, some widespread panic, all that type of stuff. Lakers 42, Golden State 45, 545 left. Of Dusty Likens for Julio Sanchez for Kansas City. Stay fun, stay safe, go do nice things for people in this messed up, crazy world. Have a good night, Kansas City. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.